you know, I always knew I'd be somewhere in the entertainment space um, and, you know, found that perfect intersection between creative and business um, in the marketing world, you know, because as a leader, I have to create a great environment and then kind of get out of the way and let them do their thing. So I think it's, it's less about the pitch and it's more about the intersection of shared values and uncovering those, um, that sweet spot. So to me, that's the number one thing strategically that you need to do is define that and then share it and stand for it and prove it every single day. And then you'll see the revenue exponentially grow. And we've done this over and over again with various companies. You know, is losing great? No, but learning is awesome, right? So if we look at it as a learning moment, then it makes us better. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. It's a new year, uh, new opportunities, but I said this the last week, nothing has really changed unless you make changes. We're also excited about a new year and all the amazing changes we're going to do and make in our lives. And especially right now, when we're in a pandemic, we're so excited for this to be gone and, and uh, you know, move forward with our lives. But I hate to be dramatic here, but nothing has really changed. You have to change. You have to uh, make the steps and do the steps that's going to take you to the life you want. Uh, we can't always change what's outside of us, but we can change ourselves on the inside. And I think a lot of people had a lot of time to think, but I also think now it's time to act. I Love Success podcast, my mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams, to create something good, something to be proud of and and leave this world in a little better place than we found it. And I'm honored to have you here as a listener. If you're listening, watching this, I'm super honored that you're taking off your valuable time to to be here with us today and to listen to um, the amazing guest that we are going to present here in a minute. Before I do that, just know you're already worthy. You don't have to change if you don't want to. You're already okay. But if you want something better, if you want to create something that you're really proud of. And I'm talking to you, not your mom, dad, friends, family, something that you are proud of. Then this if this forum here is a safe space for you to you know, go after that and get inspiration from other people. Please reach out to me. Let me know what you're struggling with, what you're fighting for and how we can help. It's very easy to find me. You just need to learn how to spell my name. Peter Jumrukovsky, uh, Google will probably help you. You can also email me at info at ilsuccess.com. And before I forget, if you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with somebody else. I can't reach 10 million people myself. I need you to be on board and, and share this with other people that also love this message and, and want to evolve in their life. Without further ado, I, I have a real woman of influence here today, and she's a marketing wizard. I I mean, if I would start with all the companies she has worked for, it would be crazy. So I'm just going to mention 
McDonald's, TJ Maxx, and a whole bunch of others. And she'll, she'll tell us, but this woman, she knows exactly what she's talking about. And I can already see that she's blushing a little bit. So she's probably humble as well. We'll see today. Let's welcome Barbara Yoles to the I Love Success podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. And um, I, I love your opening because I think uh, there's nothing better than getting better every day. So I, I think that's what you said to open this up is really inspiring. Thank you. And so let's get raw before we start honoring your journey. What do you want to say to people out there that are, they're kind of fed up with their life, with the world, with politics, with everything, but they're not making their changes. They're still in their pajamas watching Netflix, uh, which I, I do myself sometimes, but we want to end this pity party right now. So what do you want to tell them? Like, What can they do to kind of get started on, on changing themselves? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, professionally, you know, I, I've, I've been, I've been very fortunate to work with so many different types of people. Um, I'm also the mom of eight. Um, so I have four boys of my own and four stepsons. And, um, you know, I, I always profess that there's certain things in the world um, that are out of your control, and, but you can control your own destiny, right? And so I think it's when you make a decision that, you know, I'm going to put the effort in or I'm going to make the change or I'm going to make some sort of commitment that make those commitments um, attainable and achievable. Um, and that's how change happens. So um, I, I kind of focus on what, what am I driving toward and what does it take for me to get there? And, and that's what I would challenge people to do is don't, don't let the world around you hold you up take control of it and make it happen yourself. And mother of eight, that's badass. And you also <laughs> have a career. Uh, how, how does that work? Like, how, how do you, how do you find time for everything? I think it's my, my first question and probably what everybody's wondering. Well, you, you know, we always had a saying, you know, if you have something to get done, give it to the person who has the most on their plate because they'll get it done. Um, so, um, you know, we, we call it GSD at Ludwig plus get shit done. Yeah. Um, and if you can get it done in the next five to 10 minutes, get it done. There's no reason to wait. And so I've always just found, you know, the, the more I had to tackle, the more I was able to do. And that for me was inspiring. So managing my family and my kids and, you know, cooking and, you know, being at their events and being present and being present at work. And I think there's there's room for everything. So yeah, got to have it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's difference between overwhelmed and living a full life, right? Uh, how, how do you balance that? Because I, sometimes I feel like I'm overwhelmed and sometimes I feel like I, I live a full life and that kind of varies depending on how, uh, basically how I start my day, which, which is why I wake up early to start it positively. But it, like, how do you work on that? Um, well, I start my days early as well. Um, but I, you know, I approach it where, you know, it's nothing is as bad as you think, right? Take one thing at a time, and really focus um, and, and tackle it, and then you get to the next thing. And so it, it kind of uh, diffuses the um, tsunami that you might be staring at, and then you can tackle it all. Yeah. Oh. 
No, you're right. And I think you could, you could see that when you even walk into, you know, a store or a company and you can get the feeling that, you know, these people don't like being here or they, they love being here. And, and, and it changes the whole perspective. And I don't think you, you, you can even see when people are faking it, right? You, you have to really embody that. It, it doesn't matter if you're, you're, you're saying a scripted line beautifully with a smile. If it's not embodied, it's, it's not real. And, and I think we, we as human beings can feel that. I'm, I'm curious about pitching. So there's, everybody want, wants to be good at pitching, right? And it's probably one of the hardest things. And you as, as, as a wizard and, and, and a great pitcher, can you just share a little bit what, what are things that people should think of when they're actually pitching? Well, let me reframe that because I don't think it's just pitching, yeah. right? I think that the, these, these are lessons that you should think about when you're trying to articulate something in a persuasive manner or help somebody yeah. understand what you stand for. Yeah. Um, and I think it really starts with, you know, again, it's, what is your core value proposition? And if you're an individual or you're a company or your product or service, um, you have to understand, you know, what are the ingredients that are, that create your valuable proposition, right? And I, and I say valuable um, on purpose, right? Value is what you buy, divided by what you get. So I uh, buy a bottle of water, I pay a dollar and that's a good value. But, you know, I want smart water <laughs> and smart water has a different set of values that I buy into or Fiji or, or whatever um, brand that you buy into. So when it comes to the pitch, the pitch isn't really a pitch. It's about what are your values what are my values and where's the intersection of the two? And that's when you create valuable and people know who you are, what you stand for, what your cause is, prove it to me. And then I buy into it and buying into it could be, I want to work for you and buying into it could be, I want to buy your product or your service. So I think it's, it's less about the pitch and it's more about the intersection of shared values and uncovering those, um, those, um, that sweet spot. Yeah. I think what you're saying, it's also about being authentic, right? And real. Super authentic and real, you know, especially, I think it's heightened right now. I think authenticity is so, so important and you can't say you, you can't say something, you have to be it. And I think yeah. to your point, um, you have to be real. You have to feel it the minute you walk into a store. Um, if I'm going to interact with a brand and they're, they say that they stand for happiness, I'll give you an example. We have a, uh, a, they're now a client. I used to be the chief strategy officer of a company called TMS and their core values uh, are around people matter, rock solid service, um, strength of character, and their mission is grow happiness. Whether you're calling in to um, make a payment on your mortgage or 
you know, I gave you the example, or maybe I'm having a hardship in my life and their mission is grow happiness, that better be as a authentic an experience around helping make that person feel comfortable. And that was a, a good call, right? If they're calling in to make a bill payment, you can't fake that, right? And that has to be real and it has to be trained and you have to hire people in who buy into that culture. So authenticity, is critical or you get called out on it, right? People are going to call you out on it and go online and say, you stand for this, but I experienced that. Um, so it, it does have to be real. And that's where I think um, that's where you have to unearth what really is going on in a company. And then marketing's more about uh, celebrating those real moments. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting because I feel like the with the whole pandemic, we're getting more local. Being local is more important than ever, but we're also becoming more global because we're, we rely on, you know, online shopping uh, deliveries and mo more and more becomes you interacting with a machine instead of a human being. So what's your take on that in, in the business environment? And also how does that affect us as, as human beings, as far as being happy and, and, and growing, you think? Um, there is, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. I think there's um, a different dynamic happening now because of the pandemic, um, certainly different behaviors um, with, various medias, um, the way people are making purchases now have changed. Um, delivery of everything has changed, right? I don't even have to walk into a store. Everything can be brought to my house and it can be brought to my house at six o'clock in the morning if I wanted to, or on a Sunday afternoon. Um, so definitely the, the shopping behaviors have changed. Um, but I think that, um, Local, there's definitely a resurgence in local. I, I'm seeing um, people want to support their local communities, um, you know, especially in cities where, you know, restaurants or local entrepreneurs are faced with challenges. And so people are trying to find ways to support that. We're seeing big brands do that. You know, big brands are trying to um, champion, um, you know, the little guy, so to speak. Um, and you see that a lot um, across the globe. So is it is it global or is it local? I'd say it's both, right? There are no boundaries. Um, the, the, the world comes together right in your home. And um, so you better be authentic because um, you're coming into somebody's house and you're, you're changing that dynamic. That whole shopping experience is right in their kitchen. We do. And uh, as far as marketing, there's a lot of people listening to this show that are, you know, trying to build their own brand or are in a good way building their brand, but they want to grow. They want to help more people. Uh, what are like, what are the things that you should address as a business owner in order when it comes to your brand? What is important and what can you do uh, as a young company starting out? I, again, I think the most important thing is understand your purpose. Yeah. What's your why? What are you trying to accomplish? 
and um, be really true to that. Um, we talk about at our company, you know, we created the agency for the pursuit of happiness is our mission. Um, and we talk about that because we're really trying to do marketing for um, clients who we think we can make a big impact on and attract talent who can find their edge, right? And uh, the pursuit of happiness is what I would call the, the infinite game. You know, Simon Sinek talks about the infinite game. Um, and it's not just win or lose. It's always about constantly getting better. Um, so if, if I'm a young company or I'm a mature company or I'm a company who's doing 20 million, I want to do 100 million, I would say, first off, the first question I ask them is, what's your purpose? What's your mission and vision? And then, you know, what, what are your core values and how can you drive that? Because most companies make the mistake of solely focusing on a revenue goal. Um, you know, I want to hit this number. And if you have a purpose and a, a set of values that you live by, those numbers will come. And so we really kind of flip the value proposition to say, don't just focus on the how and the what. Look at why you're doing what you're doing, and the and then the the numbers will will come from that. So to me, that's the number one thing strategically yeah. that you need to do is define that, and then share it and stand for it and prove it every single day, and then you'll see the revenue exponentially grow. And we've done this over and over again with various companies. Does companies have a fear when you present this going away from numbers and getting into purpose? You know, I have not had one company have a fear around this and I've done it with large companies. Uh, you know, I, um, I worked for two companies that were, as I mentioned, two mortgage companies who were very successful companies. They were, you know, one was doing $8 billion a year in loan production and the other one was doing 15 billion. Today, both those companies have doubled, tripled, or quadrupled in size. Yeah. Um, when we built their strategic plans, it started with the core values and then, you know, and then creating metrics around that and aligning your performance evaluations, your compensation, and everything has to line up. So it, it isn't just, hey, have some core values and hope you hit them. You still have to have metrics and tie objectives to those metrics, right? So if my core value is people matter, how am I measuring that, right? And if my second core value is um, rock solid service, well, how am I measuring that? Am I driving referral business? Are my customers shouting me out online? So you, you still have numbers and metrics and tactics and plans underneath that, but it's all got to ladder up to that bigger North Star um, and and it it really begins from from the inside out. And, and speaking of scaling your company in a virtual environment, uh, for people here that are listening about listening right now and are curious, like how do you do that? Well, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> if you have to be um, very um, structured around it um, because you don't have those moments anymore of you know. Um, congregating in the kitchen over lunch or having a stop and chat at somebody's desk. It's a lot harder to have those moments. 
Um, yeah. So we tried to, you know, culture is really important to us. Um, and so we uh, create virtual team builds or we do things like coffee roulette. So um, our team gets together and we pair up individuals. We do strength finders. So we know everybody's strengths. And then we'll say, oh, you know, I have, you know, I told you I have competition in my top five strengths. And so does um, Rachel and Amanda on my team. So we might get together one morning and we talk about our strengths and then we learn something about each other and then we share it back with the rest of the team. Um, you have to take those moments to, to really nurture the relationships because it can't just be all business. Um, obviously we're running businesses, but um, there's, there's wonderful ways to continue to create that magic. And then we've had to get really specific about, you know, um, not bleeding too far into people's after work hours. I think that's been tough. Um, I know it's been tough on our team where, you know, it's, I get up in the morning and I'm on Zooms all day and Zooms are draining. Yeah. You know, um, so sometimes, you know, we'll say just do a standing meeting and make it 10 minutes because if you're standing, you're going to end it probably. Um, or get off Zoom, do it on a phone and do a walk and talk. And so we try to find new ways to interact and create those moments because we're in a very collaborative business in the advertising and marketing world. We're ideating all the time. Um, And so we have to find these ways to create, you know, these magical moments with our people um, so that we don't lose it, lose culture. And then onboarding them too. We're, We're growing so fast. We've hired I don't know, 10 or 15 people in the last month. Wow. Uh, that's really hard for companies right now is to bring on new people and teach them your culture. So we, so we create, you know, special moments to do that. Yeah, that's great. I think, I think it's a challenge. And I mean, I'm a person, I, I'm an in-person person, so to speak. Yeah. I even did like my, this is, I, I had a, my statement was, I'm not going to do anything virtual. That was my statement for my first 172 or three episodes. And then I was like, fuck, what do I do? Do I just stop or do I continue? And it's been a blessing because now I can travel around the world virtually and, and, and go into people's minds that I couldn't have met either way. But it's harder to connect this way, isn't it? Oh, oh my gosh. It's so much harder. It's so much harder, but you know, there's also wonderful things about it. Like, you know, I don't know where you are, but I'm checking it out behind you. And you know, you learn something about somebody that maybe you wouldn't have known. Um, It's fun. You know, you see dogs dogs coming in and kids (laughs) and, you know, so the permissions of what's going on around you have changed, but yeah, it's definitely, it's challenging, you know, but I think it's something that um, isn't going to go away. I think, you know, I'm looking at it and we're, we're, uh, you know, hiring a lot of um, talent and um, we're not going to limit ourselves to certain geography. Why? I don't need to, I can go find talent anywhere in the world. Why not? Now we're, we're structured to be able to handle it. So I think those are kind of the cool things that came out of it, but you're right. It's definitely not the same as sitting right by each other. We do wall walks, you know, and <laughs> post things around. Um, yeah. That gets challenging. Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll all learn and evolve and, and it will be better. I'm curious, I'm not going to take too much of your valuable time, but I'm curious about your 
goal setting strategy. How are you working with goals? Do you write them down and, or, and, and what's the process? Well, um, what, what I do is I, I start with the core values of, uh, you know, my company or clients we work with, and we set, um, you know, kind of uh, aspirational goals around what we want to achieve. It needs to be aspirational. If it's not aspirational and it's too tactical, um, you're not going to inspire your people to be innovative and ideate around it. Um, but then you have to support it with real metrics, right? So if um, let's just say, you know, you want to become, um, you know, the, the, the greatest um, champion of your target audience, um, yeah. you better have real metrics to measure that. And then as you build them out, revenue has to be there. You always have to have a revenue goal, but yeah. you want those um you know, some people would say, well, there's soft goals, you know, a people goal. Well, I say, no, people goal is probably your most important goal, right? Yeah. People have to be thriving in your environment to want to align with your leadership and want to come to work every day. And so it forces you as the leader to make sure that you're creating an environment that allows your people to be successful and, and in turn deliver great product or service or experience um, to your customers. So um, make it aspirational, but make it measurable and then track it and refine it as you go through it. Because, um, you're not, you know, we, we live in a world where you can, you have enough data to be able to measure success and refine it. So it's okay if you're not hitting it because most media, um, most everything can be tracked today. Um, from consumer sentiment to um, interacting with the social post and knowing that when they interacted that social post, they then became our clients or they bought that product. We know all that data. So use data to make good informed decisions and set your goals that way. Love that. And a final question for you, Barbara, is what what do you want people that ha are still here with us an hour in, which is amazing in this new environment and world where, where most people have an attention span like a goldfish. Uh, so thank you guys for being still being here. This has been um, an amazing conversation and I really appreciate you, Barbara. Uh, we, we want the people out there to take action now. What's the first step for them to get a little bit closer on their dreams? To get closer on their dreams, I would say um, know what you're dreaming for first, set that goal, and then stand for it and go go get it. You know, stand for something, go prove it, and invite other people to join you and and you know approach it like it's a cause that you're creating a movement, and people want to be part of that. So I that to me is what I would say. I love that. And when fear creeps in, what do you do? When fear creeps in, let it fuel your fire. <laughs> right? Awesome. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, we're we're all going to have fears. And if you're listening to this and it's scary, uh, I mean, if it's not scary, it's not big enough. It's, if it's not it's, scary, yeah, you're being way too tame. Make it scary. Make it audacious. Yeah. Right? Make it big. Make it so big. 
you're, you said at the beginning of the show, you're going to hit 10 million. What'd you say at the beginning? I want to help 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Um, so one person at a time. Yeah. Right. And you're going to get there. And so make it big. Go for it. If you're too tame, you're going to be bored. Yeah. It's not fun. Go big or go home. <laughs> Barbara Yoles, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. If people want to connect with you or are interested in your company, where's the best way to find you? Uh, uh, well, check us out, ludwigplus.com, uh, Ludwig, L-U-D-W-I-G-P-L-U-S.com, or email me directly, barbara at ludwigplus.com. Yeah. Thanks so much. This was fun. Awesome. And thank you guys that are still here and we appreciate you. As I told you in the beginning, it's one, one person at a time, but I, I want to hit my goal and I need your help. So please give us a review, share this with somebody that needs to hear this message. Check us out at ilovesuccess.co. You have more than 200 amazing episodes. Uh, we're also giving away a couple of free chapters of my book. So there's there's no excuse to not taking action. And all of this is free. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but it's not free. You got to invest your time and you got to take it seriously enough and, and realize that nothing's going to change unless you are taking the steps, taking the movement and move forward. That's it. Um, I'm done. Uh, Barbara's done. We are heading... Uh, to something else. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care.